Do you speak crowd lending? Welcome to our podcast covering the crowd lending industry. Our mission is to provide you with all the insights from this market and help you make informed decisions. I'm Gassen, co-founder and CEO of Acredius. We are a crowd lending platform based in Zurich, Switzerland. I'm delighted to host this podcast and hopefully bring value to all our listeners. Hi everyone, I'm happy today to host the sixth episode of Do You Speak Crowd Lending? And we have today a special guest. We have Thorsten Schittenhelm, CEO of neocredit.ch. Welcome, Thorsten. Thank you, Gaston. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Thorsten, please tell us more about yourself. Well, my background is in mathematics and economics. I'm an actuary as well, and I've been working in the financial services industry for quite a while, exactly since 2004. Been working for banks, insurance, reinsurance companies, and in consulting. And now I'm the CEO of Neocredit.ch since February 2019. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, I'll ask you later questions about Neocredit, but I want to understand, I mean, from insurance, consulting, banking, to crowd lending, I mean, why? In the end, it's all about returns. May that Uh be financial or non-financial ones, risks, foreseeable or unforeseeable ones, Mm -hmm. and solving problems. I guess that unifies themes I've been working in 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 my career. And I think that kind of also summarizes what life is all about, right? You just have have to add the right team, and then you have a fun job. That's That's why I'm still in this business and why I like crowd lending. That's great. That's great. So, Thorsten, you joined crowd lending recently. According to you, you spoke a little bit about returns, but what are the main advantages of this asset class? Well, if you talk about an asset class, we talk about the investor side of the equation. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's purpose and freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. Two things quite intricate, interwoven in the Swiss DNA. Mm-hmm. So, freedom of choice, Switzerland. I think we all know they love their direct democracy, and I think we all agree it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. And a purpose, I think it's about investing into something you understand, into someone you can relate to, mm-hmm. and earn some good returns. That's a great summary. So now tell me more about uh, NeoCredit. How is NeoCredit doing? What are the current projects, future projects, some milestones maybe you just shared with me? Well, NeoCredit officially entered the market in uh, late October 2019. Mm -hmm. And uh, just this week, we have completed our 10th project. Excellent. And we're approaching uh, our first million financed quite quickly. So these are two of the milestones I want to reach quite quickly. Mm -hmm. Then obviously, we have had ups and downs as every startup. We made plans, we changed the plans. Mm -hmm. But now... From now on, starting March 2020, we have our systems up and running. We have done everything for the first time and everything works now. So it's time to grow, onboard more clients and make the industry as a whole known in Switzerland and make this a success. Excellent, excellent. Thorsten, as a CEO of a Franco-Swiss company, what is the main challenge you faced so far? Well, I guess it's not only one challenge, Um, Mm -hmm. there's a multitude of challenges, but I wouldn't pin it on the company being Franco-Swiss. I would pin it on having two very different backgrounds of the shareholders. Mm -hmm. So we have an insurance company with 125 years history 
And we have a startup in France, and uh, I think I cannot really imagine any bigger difference in <laughs> in the setup. Yeah. So we have a four-year-old startup come working together with a 125-year-old company, mm -hmm. and you throw me in the middle as a German <laughs> and say you have to sort it out and build a company that has culture, a good team that is bilingual, mm -hmm. and that looks like a startup, feels like a startup, acts professionally from day one, mm -hmm. because with a big insurance company, you do not have many room for errors. Mm -hmm. So you need to actually deliver a good product. Mm -hmm. And it's been quite challenging, but we made it. I'm very happy about it. So recruited a team mm -hmm. one by one, because if you need bilingual skills and you have for people you can hire. Yeah. You cannot hire three Germans and one French speaker. You hire a German speaker, a French speaker, a German speaker, a French yeah. speaker, mm -hmm. and all of them in different areas. Mm -hmm. I don't hire four times the same position. I mm -hmm. hire one person for one position, so it becomes a big puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Any other challenges? I guess for me also putting the right office furniture in place so it looks and feels <laughs> like a startup wasn't that easy so we got some beautiful insurance tables from the one shareholder and i got an empty room and i went to ikea and then you stand in ikea and think oh wow now i'm gonna buy furniture for a startup and then you don't want to spend millions because we try is really awesome. expensive mm -hmm. you just go buy whatever you buy and then you're left assembling it yourself because you buy it before the team starts mm -hmm. and then the team comes in at some point in time and says oh, I don't like this we have to we have to rearrange it and you're like <laughs> I went to Ikea I built it all myself it has to be great and then you realize yeah well, yeah, well there's a reason why I'm not an interior decorator but I run a crowdlending <laughs> startup <laughs> clear that's clear anything else Ugh, I guess we know why we're in a startup industry. We want mm -hmm. challenges. And mm -hmm. every day when I open my mail, when I wake up, there's something new I couldn't think about. And yeah. it's actually fun, even though I curse sometimes. I have to admit when I see the new oh. thing that comes around the corner <laughs> and I have to find a solution that I don't want to find, but I will find. <laughs> and we as a team will find always the right solution for our customers. And I think that's the utmost important thing. It's not about me. It's not about Vodouas or Credit.fr. Mm -hmm. It's about our borrowers, the Swiss SMEs and our lenders that invest in the great projects we put on our website. Excellent. Excellent. Can you tell me a bit more about the relationship with La Vaudoise, Credit.fr? I mean, yeah, I mean, we are quite fortunate to have really two strong founding partners. Mm -hmm. Both of them are 50% shareholders. Okay. We have La Vaudoise, who is celebrating their 125th anniversary this year. So wow. stability, reliability, and I mean, 125 years from perspective of a startup is a long, 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 long time. And uh, on the other side, we have Credit.fr, who has built successful crowd lending business in France over the past four mm -hmm. to five years. They're number two, number one, depending on what you count, volume mm -hmm. or number of deals. Mm -hmm. And both fully support neocredit.ch with money, expertise, and uh, we are really, really in a good position. So I'm happy to take it from there. All right. So La Vaudoise, Crédit.fr. So you are more present in, in Romandie, so French part of Switzerland, but also active in the German part of Switzerland. I mean, any thoughts you would share about the differences between these both regions, the Rustic Graben and so on? 
Well, I think uh, very clever people have said very clever things about the Röstigraven. <laughs> um, I think we are strategically placed in Bern, mm -hmm. which is exactly between the Romandie and the German-speaking mm -hmm. part. So that shows that we are not putting an emphasis on either one of them, but want to serve the whole of Switzerland. I think the apparent difference is the language. As a German, I relate more to the German part of Switzerland. Mm -hmm. I've had French in school and still is a good test for me to practice it once in a while. Mm -hmm. But I guess I'd like to emphasize the similarities. I mean, we see great SMEs, we see great entrepreneurs in both regions, in all regions. They have fantastic products, a dedicated, hardworking men and women, mm -hmm. and they're invested in their business. I mean, you That's rarely true. see somebody who is just there because it's cool to have an SME. He inherited a lot of money. These are all people that really put their heart, blood and soul into their businesses. And it's fun working with them. And they're not experts in finance. They're experts in what they do. They produce shoes, tools, machines. They deliver services. And we help them to grow. Excellent. So now from the investor perspective, what would be your advice for a private investor who wants to use crowd lending to invest in Swiss SMEs, for example? I think I studied mathematics and economics, so there's only one thing I remember from this whole journey, and this is kind of never put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. And I think that translates into private wealth planning, which this one should be a part of mm -hmm. in total. So diversify, diversify, diversify. That means within the projects on a platform, across platforms, True. and across asset classes, mm -hmm. and just be clear that you are consciously taking the risks that you can bear. And if you want to gamble, I highly recommend the casino. It's not a place for gambling, it's a place for investing. <laughs> so true. Thank you very much. This is very wise advice for our listeners. So you said earlier that you are an actuary. Being an actuary myself, I have a little idea about how this works. Now I need to hear hear it from your side. How does this help you today in leading NeoCredit? I'm interested to hear what you think, but <laughs> first happy to share my view. Mm -hmm. I think as an actuary you study a lot and you study certain areas that you're more specialized in in the end. Mm -hmm. But again, the takeaway there is basic principles. You identify risks, you mitigate risks if you can, mm -hmm. you price for the risk, Mm -hmm. And you prepare for risks that you haven't even thought about, which is quite hard. Mm -hmm. But in the end, if you follow this principle, um, the thinking you get there is helpful. The modeling is help and useful for other things, not for this type of business. But ultimately, risk is your business. And um, this helps understanding the intrinsic elements that are in this business and maybe helps to also understand what could go wrong and then be a bit more cautious. That's my side of the things on the on the risk side. On the other side, you actually know that there's no return without risk and then there is no risk, no fun. So you have to take risks, which sometimes is hard, but we all learn how to kind of change personalities once in a while. So no, I'm the CEO now, so I have to balance risk and return and I guess um, it's easier to err on the making more return side than to come from the return side and then understand the risks. That's why I appreciate having done these studies in the past. That's great. I 
fully agree with you. I have nothing to add. So I can't believe that. <laughs> At least one thing. <laughs> no, okay. I, then I add one thing. I think the the modeling part, so the the, the quantity part, the mathematician. Uh, mindset helps a lot in this business because at the end of the day it's 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 a risk assessment business that's the i would say one of the main um one of the main asset we are uh, offering to mm -hmm. the investor that has no time to go and look by himself in each opportunity and so on so that's that's really very 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 helpful but I saw also that a little bit in your in your journey, uh, you had six months sabbatical break. I yes. don't know if you allow me to ask you a question about this, but I'm very curious. What did you do in six months? Well, I did the hardest thing ever. Oh. I tried to learn something about an ancient art. Okay. And that ancient <laughs> art is essentially uh, perfectionized in Italy. At least they have a word for it, dolce far niente, the sweet doing nothing. <laughs> it was the perfect summer 2018 in Zurich. It was hot, it was sunny. There's a lake. Why would I go elsewhere? So I learned how to waste time. Okay. Which as a consultant is something you should not do. So you never learn it. I sat lakeside, I practiced yoga and I really drank too much coffee and uh, had too many glasses of wine, but I'm... Really happy for that time. Still sober, and I'm glad you are. So it's minus two degrees outside and snowing, so <laughs> I will not sit lakeside today. <laughs> that's clear, that's clear. Do you like fruits, Thorsten? Yes, and I have a clever answer to your question that is upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then you tell me what's your best your best fruit, please. The coffee cherry, because it contains the famous coffee bean that roasted and put in a coffee machine, slash grinder first, creates my favorite drink, coffee. <laughs> and it technically is, it's a fruit. <laughs> technically it's a fruit. You, you got me. Okay, good one. <laughs> Thank you very much, Thorsten, for this fun yet insightful um, episode. And anything else you want to add? It's been a pleasure and a great initiative. Thank you very much, Gathan, for having me here and uh, looking forward for this podcast to grow. Excellent. Thank you very much, Thorsten. Thank you, uh, everyone who are listening to us since now five episodes and uh, looking forward to the next one. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks again for staying with us until the end. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media so you never miss an episode. Please don't hesitate to send us your questions and comments at acredius.ch. Thank you.